I'm your host, Carrie Arata, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. And this is The Infinite Dance, the Akashic podcast. Happy 2022. Boy, <laughs> have, have we collectively all been looking forward to another new year after another extremely tough year overall. And that last week of 2021, I saw so many people I know go through personal devastations, terrors, deaths, and that Marshall fire in Boulder, Colorado, that took out two complete towns in like six hours. So extremely devastating and terrorizing because not only the people that had their homes and everything, and some of them, their, their animals lost, gone in these fires, those that were close, um, were on extreme watch and, you know, there wasn't a lot of time. And before that, I think right at the very beginning of the week, that last week of 2021, there was the shootings that happened too and lives were lost and just so much devastation. I had an ex-boss that I found out passed away and then a friend's husband passed away too that last week. Um, The latter was from COVID. The first one was not. Um, Just a lot of weighing on your soul. I, I went to bed the night of the 30th crying, not for herself, but hearing of all these and hold, trying to hold space for various people that I know and, or don't know going through all of that. So if you were impacted by any of that, I'm sending you so much ease. So, so much ease during this time. And I drew a card for the collective from my Quan Yin Oracle by Alana Fairchild. It is one of my absolute favorite decks. And the card I drew, and again, this is for the collective energy, was Weave the Future Golden. And the card number is 44. Four and four is eight. That's a healing number, healing dimension so on point in the picture in the card and I will post these on my socials is an image of Kuan Yin and she has her her left hand facing up and a swirl of flowers yellow and red kind of swirling around and it's like she's willing you know what she wants to happen um, as she puts it out into the world and I'll just read a very small part of, of the information for this card. And then I'll post the rest too. And you can take um, what you want. All of these cards 
in this deck have information and then a healing and also a, a prayer. So I love that with, with this Oracle deck. So weave the future golden. Something good is coming your way. Kuan Yin urges you to weave your future into the present moment, to call in and draw to you the opportunities, teachings, circumstances, and synchronicities waiting for you that will enable your soul to live its divine destiny with greater abundance, bliss, and creative fulfillment. And again, there's a lot more um, with this card, but how how perfect that even through all of the stuff that we go through um, personally, collectively, that we still have that power moving forward. We still have the golden opportunities. And again, in last last week's episode, the Akashic messages for January held had the image of the storm happening with your power diamond in front of it. So your personal power can still shine. Your light is still there, no matter the storm that's happening, no matter, you know, who's around you, you know, don't let your light dim, right? Um, choose who you want to share it with and to weave into our future, uh, that would, that which we know will help us get to where we need to be. And again, to all those that have suffered major losses, um, sending you so much ease during this time. Uh, so I'm beginning this podcast for January in the new year with another starseed episode. As I was looking back into past episodes, that was one of the ones that was listened to the most. I'm glad you enjoy the starseed information. It is so interesting to find out more about our galactic families. And before I continue, we are having gale force winds no lie here in Reno, Nevada. So if you hear rattling, I'm so sorry. I'm in a closet. I'm in a walk-in closet. There's <laughs> nowhere else I can go to make this as quiet as I can, but it is taken down garbage cans and recycling cans. You know, all the neighbors, we've all like picked up each other's, you know, recycling and trash all day because nothing is holding things in place. So if you hear an extra noise, I do apologize. I'm trying to be in the quietest place I could find for right now. So on to doing this episode on the Pleiadians. The Pleiadians, uh, my personal experience with them, I get shown when I'm receiving their assistance. I get shown them as like a family unit. So definitely coming in as this team 
and they're always there to assist in tough times literally sprinkling a blanket of love hope ease where it's needed and when it's needed if you find yourself looking up at the at this night sky you know at night when the stars are out and you see those three stars in a row that's orion's belt that's part of pleiades if you're drawn to those stars in particular you could have a pleiadian affinity now as i said in the first part of star seeds last year my goodness i think like march we really have all that all the different types of star seed within our soul but there are certain galactic areas that a soul is drawn to or been at more interacted with more so just keep that in mind i personally have a strong affinity to pleiadian and i am pleiadian and mintakan those are the ones that i feel the strongest like that's my personality and i'll get into how it comes across in you if you do feel like this is this rings a bell for you so we are going to start seeing a lot of young souls babies being born with starseed galactic family knowledge and they're not going to forget it'll be really strong within them And out of the different star seeds we interact with, and there's usually not, there hasn't been a ton within the human population. We're going to see that change. That's going to change wildly that we're going to see a different energy. And even though if you feel more earther, or you know really connected to planet earth right so when you reincarnate you keep coming back here to earth to experience all you need to you still have galactic and star seed in your soul so you could be like well you know i really feel a strong connection to earth but you know pleiadian makes sense in, in this one area of my life so that's how it can it can play out for you so I really believe it's something that everybody has some heart in them. The Pleiadians are also going to be able to come Earthside more as we continue to raise the frequency. You know, and I and when I was doing this and channeling, because I I do a combination of writing and channeling when I do something like this kind of of, a, of an episode. So I'm talking to you about my personal experience and then I channel also what I'm getting from them. And I heard every good deed, every good kind gesture, 
no matter how small, is going to help to raise the frequency to have our galactic families come closer and give us that assistance and reminders of what it's really all about. And even doing something as as little, right, as watching a show, and I'm going to reference my New Year's Eve dates, Queer Eye Guys, I've been watching the current season of Queer Eye. And if you haven't watched Queer Eye, it is this current group is um, four gay guys and one non-binary. And they all have different strengths. So one's into culture and one is into design and one is uh, into self-care and one's food and one is fashion. And they come together and assist somebody who is doing something great for the community, but maybe they're not having so much time for themselves and they give them an opportunity to, um, work on themselves a little bit, pay a little bit more attention to themselves, you know, usually giving maybe their home or workspace a bit of a makeover and, you know, just these people with these really big hearts and that love their family and or their community. And then here these five beings come in with such light and such joy. And I'm crying through half the episodes because they're so heart based and you can really tell how much, um, it, it is these, these folks, you know, these, these five beings that come and do this work that it's, it's really a part of who they are. And I got that they were all Pleiadian. Cause so I was like, okay, why is this specific example coming through? Cause they all seem to get along really well with each other too. There's just this love, even though they have their own, um, partners or husbands, they all come together and just have this, this joy, just constant joy of how can we, you know, bring joy into our lives and then into others. And so even just watching a show like that, so that's just an example. And that's just something I have been watching. And I, yes, that's, that's what I did on New Year's Eve. Thank you. I had a busy day the next day at work. So I was more than happy to cry through these heart-based episodes of these five wonderful beings bringing joy and ease and love to other people in, in the world, in Austin, Texas. So this time they were in Austin, Texas. So their light bringing assists in this frequent frequency raising And then you watching, us watching that will also be that frequency raising. So it doesn't have to be like you're sitting there in front of your altar, wherever you designate to meditate. And you're going to, you know, be in this super blissed out state um, in another dimension. It doesn't have to be that involved. And that's great. If you do that and you can get to that all the time. 
wonderful. That is amazing. But if not, you know, just doing something like that, um, every chance you get, basically, how are we raising that frequency within ourselves to then bring it out into, excuse me, other people? And so the Palladians are also great healers. There's a lot of compassion and a lot of mercy around them. And when they channel or when I translate the channelings from them, excuse me, and the information coming in from them, it is very loving. It's very loving. It's very high frequency. There's lots of light around them always. A lot of people will say, okay, they're really tall, almost blonde with pale skin. Mine is more of like a light energy. So I don't, I don't see them. And sometimes I will see a person that seems very Pleiadian. They're very long and, you know, they just have this Pleiadian nest to them, but it, it doesn't necessarily mean their skin is pale. And It's more of this energy of bringing light and illuminating. So like when I see them and I see them as this family, there's just this light illuminating from them. And it's not necessarily necessarily that they're pale. That's just my experience. Um, I know a lot of other people's experience with them is, is more a certain look, physical look, but that is not mine. Um, but that's just my, my, how can I say it? View or at my, I, I believe kind of more my view with the world too, but that's my experience with them. So who are you if you do associate with Pleiadian? and having a Pleiadian affiliation, you will be somebody who needs to bring your light into the world. Literally, you have no other choice. You might be a teacher, a speaker, a podcaster, a writer, and be very enthusiastic in your approach to teaching, to podcasting, to um, your, your, your written material. And so you can enjoy the spotlight, but like I enjoy doing this and I have been a performer on and off my whole life, but it is something I definitely go back and forth with as far as like, I'm going to do the podcast and I'm so excited and love doing it and did love researching, but then I have to go hide or when I have lots of clients, like, especially if I vend at a place and there's lots of people around, I usually have to hide for like a day at least, and just not really have a ton of interaction with people, but maybe there's a bit of spotlight and you have your place with it. Also can come across as a healer like a massage therapist, a Reiki master, yoga instructors, white witch, you know, what sparks those you teach or guide 
into action and you challenge the status quo. So it's not just like, here's some information I'm going to give to you. There's another component to it. How am I going to help you get this into action, get your light into action? Um, A Pleiadian soul is somebody who walks the talk because you can see the big picture of what's going on and have visions for the collective. You really have to, whatever you're saying, you're going to have to follow. It's going to be really hard to do all of that and not follow what you're saying. Like it's definitely who you are. It's, it's just how you are. That's, there's really no other way for you to be. And there's this huge drive of, you know, there's really no other way to be in life, but to be this way. And to the point where maybe sometimes a step might get skipped in a process of doing something, or you might look for a quick fix approach. And so then, you know, think back, okay, how am I going to get to where I need to, to be or what I need to say or how this is all going to interact with each other. And so coming back to having that drive, but being able to take a little bit of a, a, observation, right? What am I observing in everything? A Pleiadian soul is a bringer of spiritual ideas to earth. So so a lot of our ascended masters um, are Pleiadian. Many have this trait, including Jesus, Mother Teresa, Kuan Yin, Mary Magdalene, and this is just to name a few. Sometimes it can feel like you don't know why you're doing something. Like there's this unexplained burden of karma held within the conscience that isn't necessarily yours. Sometimes when we're championing, championing, taking on the ideals of the collective for the better, for the higher good. We might take on a little bit too much of that into our own being. Because you have a bit of a collective quote unquote pulse, right? You kind of really feel the tempo of the, of the, of the collective of everybody understanding that the collective energy doesn't need to be taken personally, even though you have a lot of empathy, even though it's for the higher good. It's a hard balance. If you do resonate with all of this, it can be a tough balance of, I'm feeling all of this. I'm wanting to assist in any way I can.
and not having to turn it off. Like if you turn it off or if you stop, somehow it's not going to be as potent or it won't be like you're forgetting or something, but you're not. Because right? remember, go back to that, you know, watching a show that brings joy, brings light, touches heart space. Those little things add up. Those little things add up to make the frequency higher, which is what we want, which is what we're getting from the guidance from the Pleiadians. And during this research channeling, Archangels Raphael, Alexandra, and Sandalfin were all present helping Alexandra and Sandalfin are as above, so below. Sandalfin helps us with earth, earth things. And Alexandra helps to remind us we have support in our journey. And Archangel Raphael is the big healer. So I hope this gave you some insight into the Pleiadians. There is information out there on the interwebs. A lot of this, though, is what I have interacted with being a Pleiadian and then my own channelings with them. So I'm bringing that perspective and hopefully breaking down how it looks day to day for you so it becomes clear. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you tuning in every week. And so the plea or the star seed information will be monthly now. So I will have a, another star seed part um, in February. If you would like a private reading, you can go to ancientbodyworks.co. Listener support helps this podcast to keep going. You can donate on Venmo, PayPal, and I also have a Patreon. I am on Facebook and Instagram as Ancient Bodyworks. I do have a Facebook page called The Infinite Dance. I'd love to have you there so we can share in our journey. So continue to peel back the layers and please don't ever stop asking yourselves and each other, may I have this dance? <laughs>